Hello world and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer and you are listening to the podcast Coulda Woulda Shoulda where I focus on not living in regret and forming high functioning habits. I want to inspire you to transform your thoughts for a happier and higher functioning life. We are what we think and we get lost in limiting beliefs. We don't eat well, we don't take charge of our money, manage our commitments and then wonder why we are stressed, overweight, in pain and unhappy with our lives. I haven't met anyone that can't change their mind. That's why I always say, see you on the flip side, as I want to journey with you on coming out the other side. Side of what you might ask? Well, that's up to you. Good morning, world. Shelly Shear here, and welcome to the show. I apologize right out of the gate for having so little content out this past four weeks. I have been on vacation, but also really struggling with my own sort of journey and my own health. And it's funny because I was listening to my coach on a replay last week and he was saying how last spring he was really going through a tough time and he podcasted right through, you know, all the way through it. And he said, who does that? In other words, he was sharing all his misery and everything on his podcast. And I guess for me, I'm a little bit the opposite. I just feel if I can't bring something positive to you all, I sort of just kind of go into myself and say, well, like my mother used to say, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. Well, for me, it's like, if I can't say anything positive, I'm not going to bring the negative. But apparently, I still sometimes do. And that gave me the idea for today's podcast. And I've been meaning to kind of get to this for a, for a week or so now. My girlfriend came down to visit last weekend. And she'd been binge listening to my podcast. We live about five and a half hours apart. So we don't see each other as often as we would like. And she was like, I just wanted to hear your voice. And I'm like, okay, that's awesome. She's one of my biggest fans, my best critics, because she gives me great feedback. And she said, I got a little bit, uh, what's the word, uh, judgy or, yeah, you know what? We're just going to run with judgy since that does have, tend to be a character flaw of mine. I'm not exactly sure which podcast it was. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what I was talking about, but it was something along the lines of, if you think you can behave that way, you're wrong. And apparently I was just really black and white about it. And she goes, oh, yeah, you got a little bit, uh, got a little judgy, got a little strong on that one. And I, I laughed and I thought, yes, yes, I can. And this is why I laugh. Here's the scenario I want to bring to you today. Have you ever noticed that you meet someone and either like them or dislike them on site? Or you meet someone, you get to know them, and they have character things that drive you mental. Just, you just get so frustrated. You like, there's even sometimes people you don't like being around them. I want to put something out to you, and you really need an open mind for this and a lot of acceptance about your own behavior. And the fact of that is, we tend to dislike our own character flaws in other people. So if there's something that you have a blind spot to about your own behavior, uh, every time, but you don't like it, even if you're unconscious about not liking it, when you meet that behavior in other people, you will probably find that they will annoy you. And here's my example. First of all, my own podcast. There is no two ways about it that I know that when I am frustrated and things aren't going the way I like, or I and I do this with my husband a ton, but I get pretty upset with him about things that probably are a little not that important. That's not the word I'm looking for, whatever. It's usually my own weaknesses and stuff that are reflected at him that are making me angry. So when he's not getting stuff done, it's usually because I'm not getting stuff done. 
You see where I'm going with this? So whatever I was podcasting about a few weeks ago, dollars to donuts, I was in a place, and I know I was a few weeks back, where I was feeling frustrated with my own behavior. Therefore, I tend to make all-encompassing comments like that. So I apologize. Um, I still, I still, it is my intention to, you know, it's not that probably I disagree with what I said. I probably, what, what I said was probably my truth, but the fact that I was a little judgy and firm about it probably means I was going through it myself. And what made me think about this is first Beerta tells me about this uh, when she visits. And then later on, now when did she come on the Saturday? Later on in that weekend, we had house guests for a couple of, a couple of nights. Now, it's funny, just as a segue, before I got on the podcast, because this subject isn't going to take me too long, I don't think, unless something, you know, epiphany comes to me while I'm chatting with you all, I opened up the meditation book just to see what December 7th had to say. And fair enough, it says, you know, let go of feeling overwhelmed. Well, this sort of all started in my lack of podcasting the past couple of weeks is because I've been feeling overwhelmed. We came back from vacation and I was sick. It was too much physically. It was too much financially, which stresses me out. Um, it was just too much uh, emotionally and socially. And with a person with fibromyalgia like I do and such, I, I just, my body just kind of gave out as well as I jammed my hip really bad. So I've been limping for a couple of weeks. Had to rent a scooter at Universal Studios. I'd almost say it was mortifying, but you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> it, it does not get you into line fast, lines faster, by the way, because I do not have a um, handicap sticker. I just couldn't walk properly. So anyways, just FYI on that one, in case you were thinking of pulling that little trick. So no, those little scooters are darn expensive to rent for the day, but boy, they saved me. And, uh, but it was still just a very overwhelming trip of activity that my body's just not used to. So came home sick. We were sick on the holiday with a cold that my husband picked up right at the beginning. So it was just the immune system just kept getting bat bat battered. Spent two weeks, one thing after another, got an infection, caught the flu, uh, went into flare. My hip was out. I'm miserable. Uh, and I managed to completely overbook the week I got back. Well, I'm gone for 17 days. There was a million things to do. Yeah, I needed to like literally go to bed and the stress level of what I had put into my into my calendar was just stupid. There's really no other word for it. It was just stupid. And it's sort of been going along those lines since we got back, including the house guests, which I didn't have the strength to say no to. But luckily they were good enough friends that they left us alone for the weekend, came to us the Monday, Tuesday night. And thank God, because I think I would have lost my mind. So, you know what? You have the right by the way, to, to manage your own energies. And I really talk about that a lot because I have discovered now with my illness, I do not manage time. I manage energy. So if someone could look at your life and say, you've got all the time in the world. Well, that's great, but you might not have all the energy in the world and social stuff for me is exhausting. Well, it was just interesting that I just brought up kind of that overwhelming, you know, week or two that I had on my plate. I just, I'm not still struggling with, with my energies and my timeline. I'm sitting nattering over drinks with my friend the one night and he's telling me about someone he knows who drives him crazy. And you know, we're just sitting around nattering like friends do and we've known each other since college. So, okay, we have a lot of confidentiality. We have a lot of, uh, of love and, and memories and stuff we joke about. 
But I'm listening to him talk about this person and how, well, you know, Shelly, you know, he's just one of those people that knows it all. He drives me nuts. This is where as a friend, you have to bite your tongue because I literally wanted to laugh out loud because that is who my friend is. And that's what drives me crazy about him sometimes. But for him, for him to get just so vocal about how this person whose personality just drove him crazy, I thought, oh my gosh, it's a twin for you. And the funny part was when I told my husband it later, I didn't, I didn't make a, a comment on my, my taking on the situation. I just said, hey, so-and-so said this and this was his comment. Keith looked at me and went, you're joking, right? I went, no, I thought you'd get it. Because exactly the same way, we all know that this person is a little bit like that. But we take that as, as part of his personality. But he doesn't like that part of his personality in someone else. I didn't like it with what I said earlier. And I had a great third story for you. And that's one of the reasons I haven't podcasted for a couple of days was I was trying to wait till the universe brought that third example back to me. But it's left my brain. But here's one that just popped in my mind regardless. Uh, when I was younger and dating, I dated someone like me, like with my personality, over the top, highly emotional, and it, we had this huge fast and furious love affair for two months. And then I wanted to murder him because he was just like me. It was like dating myself really was a self-aware moment. Let me tell you, because that was not lost on me when I realized why I was having this adverse reaction. I made some comment and good friends of mine that were around me started to snicker. And I went, ha, that's why, isn't it? And they're all like, oh yeah, Shelly, that's exactly why you're struggling with this. So you know what? You can love someone that's not perfect. None of us are. I have a lot of faults, but I have a lot of friends that love me. But dating myself, I sometimes wonder what they see, what they love, because it drove me crazy. So do you have these things in your life? Because that's the awareness I want to bring to you. It's not that you need to hate yourself. It is not that you need to cut certain people out, people out of your life. It's just awareness of why you're reacting emotionally to certain people and situations and perhaps finding a way around that. Do you still want these people in your life? Do you really need to dislike this person or do you dislike working with this person or having that person around? Is that really the case or is it really just you need to be aware that this person has a character trait that, you know what, is actually very much like your own. Maybe it's something in your life you would like to change great. You might want to find some ways around that, but then the hard part with that one is, and here's just a little segue is it's like becoming a non-smoker. We tend to work on ourselves and then we want to run around pointing the finger at everybody else. That's not the point guys. The point is to look at ourselves and then look around you to find an easier way to deal with the people around you because awareness brings ease. Okay. When you are aware then you're not subconsciously and knee-jerking reacting to everything around you and feeling stress and overwhelmed and fear and hatred. You're usually approaching the situation going, okay, now this usually picks me right off. Um, how can I navigate these waters a little better? Because smooth sailing is so much better than a storm. I was that person that would rearrange the dishwasher after someone else was kind enough to load it. Well, what do you think that person, in this particular case, my ex-husband, or children as I was growing up, are going to do? They're going to quit emptying the dishwasher because they don't want to listen to it. So do you see where I had to learn? My son needed to learn to load the dishwasher. 
I needed to learn to let go and just be grateful that someone, one, is, was being taught how to do it, and two, was doing it. Put it on and walk away. You know what? If three more things could have got in there, not the end of the world. But in my world, 25 years ago, I made an issue of all that stuff. Always, every day, I made an issue of everything. I swear to God, I look back on it and I think, let it go. We have to learn as human beings to know ourselves. That's why I talk so much about self-awareness so that you in turn can interact with the world around you in a more comfortable, loving, accepting and knowledgeable arena or, or playing field or, you know, sort of situation, whatever you want to call that. You can walk into those situations and live your life and move forward in your life with more acceptance. And the hard part is for a lot of us, and it certainly is for me, is also when we have, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Skill sets, strengths, strengths is the word I'm looking for. We might have certain things in our life and our personalities that are, are good, are strengths. And some of them are really great strengths. Problem is, you combine that sometimes with judgment or impatience or my, you know, my case, um, and I'm impatient as well, you know, control issues. You can get very judgmental and lack empathy for other people's situations because you get frustrated with them. You're like, I, I'm not getting that. Why don't you just, you know, just get your act together, do this, do that. Well, you know what? We've all got our issues. The thing is we always, because it is a lot of work emotionally and I shouldn't use the word always, a lot of the time as human beings, and you can see it around you guys, you can see it in our political climate, you can see it in culture, you can see it in race. We always want to be blaming and disliking someone that's different from us. It doesn't have to be color of the skin or religion. We honestly can have this attitude about anyone or anything. It's called deflection, actually, is the word I'm looking for. Usually a great term for my brother-in-law when we were younger. Like I say, my family, family just loves the drama. Bradley used to have this comment ago, comment called absorb, deflect. And he'd do these things with his hands. He'd go, I absorb it and I deflect it. It's like Teflon uh, <laughs> because that's how he survived with it. You know, my sister's very highly emotional and, um, and very excitable. And my mother's a bit of a drama queen and, and my dad's loud. I mean, we're all like me, let's face it. We're just, we're a family that's like this. Um, but he was very, very quiet. Well, he had to learn to adapt into this incredibly noisy, uh, passive aggressive control freak, uh, entrepreneurial, um, drama, f loud family. So after a couple of years, that was his saying, I absorb, I deflect. Well, you know what? We just kind of laugh at him a little bit, but at the same token, it's, it's a, a slightly better way of living than, than being in denial and always having conflict. So he was that next step. The next step after that one is then sort of to recognize everyone's um, personality traits and your own and how you're interacting with them, which he has done brilliantly. I mean, there's no one that fits into a family better in the end than Bradley did into my family. Um, but it's just when I look back on, on what a shy, introverted person he was when he first was with my sister, uh, into these very social people they are today. It's, you can, it's really funny to watch that 30 year journey. That's the way it is. It should be the way for all of us. It should be a journey. You know, we're not born with all of this. Some people are, some people are just raised with a huge amount of acceptance and knowledge and awareness, but the, the average person isn't. Otherwise the world wouldn't be such a mess. If everyone wasn't just always in the blame game and the 
you know, my way of life is right and yours is wrong and that sort of attitude and my attitude is right and yours is wrong. My opinion is right and yours is wrong. My religion is right and yours is wrong. Okay, do you see where I'm going here? It's kind of a pattern. Uh, this is what happens. And when we see ourselves in other people, then instead of embracing our weaknesses or perhaps things we want to change about ourselves, they may not even be weaknesses, but they could be something you don't really like about yourself. And then we take that out on other people as well. So it can be a vicious circle of just unawareness and, and um, resistance to change. I can't think of a lot else I want to say on that subject. I do want to just touch on, on the meditation today. I just thought it was just sort of funny, maybe a little ironic with just watching these couple of examples in my life this last few weeks, my own reaction, my friend's reaction. And uh, some of it's, it gets a little funnier as you get older because you, get, you do get wiser as you get older. If I've got younger listeners, please take my word for that. It, it truly does happen. Um, and sometimes we look at it and go, seriously, at our age, that you know, we're still doing this? Are we still having this behavior? That's certainly my attitude sometimes. There's a great song out there right now by Dirk Bentley. He's a country singer. It's called Burning Man. And he talks about, you know, his journey of wisdom and in the song and how life has changed. And two of the kind of lines in the song is, you know, he still goes crazy sometimes, but uh, he doesn't stay there as long <laughs> or he still makes mistakes, but, you know, they're fewer that's that's sometimes the goal sometimes that's all we can hope for have a great day everyone and i'll catch you on the flip side thank you again for joining me today and remember to focus on not living in regret i invite you to subscribe to my show so you don't miss a thing you can reach me on facebook twitter and instagram at either high functioning habits or living well with shell and i invite you to leave a rating on my show about what you like best or message me with something you'd like me to speak on next remember Willpower will only get you so far, then you better have a plan.